you been all season long? Of course, that kind of sounds a little unemotional, but that's what I have to say about the football team for the Qs this past week. You know, all season long, me and many other Qs fans have been frustrated by their lack of prowess, especially on defense, when it seems as though former defensive coordinator Brian Ward was telling them to line up backwards, raise the flag, and get pity. The only pity they're going to get is the cherry things I'm going to spit out of my mouth in anger after watching them. But giving up 500 yards of offense to Boston College in one half? But you know what? They go up against Duke after they have their second bye week. They look like a totally different team. The defense played pretty good. The offensive line looked like they had played together for years. When for most of the season, they looked like a bunch bunch of uh, Keystone cops blocking, making Tommy DeVito run for his life, not opening any holes for the running back. But they did. And I mean, they started to play a little bit of a slow, deliberate type of pace. And it worked beautifully. A 49-6 thumping a Duke down in Durham, North Carolina. The first time they ever beat the Blue Devils on the gridiron. Well, you know, the gridiron and the quarter, two different things. It's like, you know, Kentucky and Kansas. A lot of times, the football teams for those schools don't do squat, but the basketball teams do everything. One can say for Kentucky's football team last year, they looked pretty good. This year they slightly regressed, but still may make a bowl game. And Kansas, forget about it with their football team. But I digress. Pretty good play, especially by Jarvion Howard and Mo Neal, each topping over 100 yards rushing. DeVito being deliberate and actually looking fairly decent. And the defense finally playing defense. A 49-6 walloping. Good job. And with Louisville coming up, presenting a challenge with their high-speed offense, a la Scott Slatterfield, their new coach this year, and Wake Forest, who finally may be showing some holes themselves after their fast start. Maybe a chance the Cuse could go bowling. We'll see. Let's finish up strong. And to the basketball team. Two pretty good wins. One against our old friends from Hamilton Colgate. And then, because he was put into the starting lineup, because in reserve he looked pretty good, we may have a new star in the making. Joe Girard was had all the hype coming out of Glens Falls, becoming the all-time leading scorer in New York State High School basketball. He was inserted into the starting lineup, and guess what? Maybe it could be like a star is born, because he showed it against the University of Seattle. Pretty good. And now, let's see if that star continues to rise. Two pretty good games coming up this week, against our old friends from Ithaca, Cornell, and also our old friends from Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, who a decade ago beat us on the Carrier Dome court, Bucknell. 
Let's see if Gerard Starr continues to rise. And Marek Dolajai definitely showing he's improved. And showing, hey, look at that. As Sir Mix-a-Lot would say, even white guys got to dunk. Baby got back. Oh, well, I digress. And going from there, how about the Buffalo Bills finally playing a complete game? Yeah, yeah, they're 6-3. and three. But you know, they pretty much feasted on competition they should have beaten. And no, also, they've looked pretty shaky in the process. A 6-3 and three record, but kind of a weak 6-3 and three record. Against their old friends, the Fish, a.k.a. the Dolphins. They finally put together a pretty good game, running and passing. Although Allen continues to make passes that make you want to scream. But still, a pretty complete 37-20 win over the Fish, a.k.a. the Dolphins. But now the tough part of their schedule is ahead. They should be able to get past Denver this coming Sunday. But with Dallas, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and New England on the horizon, it's time for the Bills to put up or shut up and show that McDermott has made the pro- pro- progress to become a playoff team. We'll see after Denver. Now to two stories that really irk me. I tell you what, I mean, first of all, who knew that between Pittsburgh and Cleveland, it was going to turn from the NFL into the WWE? Because, I mean, it always is pretty heated when the Steelers and the Browns get on the gridiron. But who knew that it was going to turn almost brutal right there at the end of the game? Yeah, Cleveland had already clinched the game, but what was going on there with Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph? You know, yeah, Garrett went too far by putting them down and starting to wrestle them on the turf. But then when they got back to their feet, I mean, Rudolph, I guess, started to try to take Garrett's helmet off, but then Garrett removes Rudolph's helmet and Garrett swings it like a sledgehammer and clubs Rudolph on the head. You know, it was really a glancing blow. But you know, one good blow from that thing could seriously hurt or kill somebody. Rightfully so, he's been suspended for the rest of the season. Maybe suspended into next year. Who knows? Maybe he could even be thrown right out of the league. Because that is a big no-no, Garrett. You don't use a helmet as a weapon. And I mean, Rudolph, I mean, uh, I don't know whether you're going to be suspended any games. Maybe a fine, yes. But I mean, that's this is the NFL, not the WWE. Get, get in line, guys. That's all I have to say. And secondly, what happened there with Don Cherry? an icon up there in Canada, an icon on his show, Mr. Hockey, and also an icon in Rochester for the 10 years he coached the Amherst. Don, all Don Cherry said was, you people. Who knew that you people is now considered racist? All he was saying about is about the emigres who've come to Canada who doesn't seem to respect one of the great holidays up there. Remembrance Day, which is like our Veterans Day. 
because people wear poppies to support the veterans of the Commonwealth, especially Canada and especially Great Britain. That's all Don Cherry was trying to say. But the CBC decided, hey, you gotta go because you said you people. The only thing he said is, you people, you enjoy our way of life. You enjoy our milk milk and honey. The only thing is, you should wear a poppy in remembrance of our troops if you live here in Canada. That's all he was saying. I I can see where some people might be troubled, but you want to know something? All he was saying is, hey, you live in Canada, respect our way of life. What a sad end to a great career even if some of his suits were a little loud. And last but not least, I'm going to quickly say this. Major League Baseball is actually working on a plan where they may contract some of the minor leagues. A lot of the lower-level teams that are in New York State are in trouble. Auburn, Batavia, even Binghamton with their double-A team. You know what? Years ago... New York State lost some of their great single-A ball clubs. Look at Geneva, Newark, Utica, Oneana, Elmira, all of those. Pretty soon, single-A baseball in New York State might cease to exist. And that is real sad. Get it together, Major League Baseball. Auburn, Batavia, love their single-A ball clubs. Leave them alone. I'm Ken Haas, and that's my rants for this week.